this morning, as I said, because um, we felt like, you know, the Lord wanted us to um, have a little sit down about hearing the voice of God. Yes. And, you know, Pastor said, a lot of times, it's, it's what I was thinking about is a lot of times, you know, people will say to you, how do you know when you're in love? And what's the answer, that, the cliche answer that we all hear? Well, you will just, just know. <laughs> and so Pastor said, don't get up there and make people feel like, ah, oh, this is so hard, yeah. right? I, you hear the voice of God, but I don't hear the voice of God, or I'm not sure. And so we have endeavored today to try and make this very, very yes. practical yes. for all of us. Mm -hmm. I feel like the premise of the Lord, as we are in this year of faith, um, if you look at that beautiful billboard when you're walking in, in the church, those are the words um, spoken by Abraham or, you know, that he was, the scripture says, fully persuaded or yes. about him. Yes. That he was fully persuaded mm -hmm. that what God promised, yes, he, was able, to he was able to perform. Absolutely. Okay. God wants us in this year of faith yes. to be so steadfast Amen. when it comes to the word of God yes in this house we love 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 the presence of the Lord but we love 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 the word of God yes and God's desire is that we would hear his voice not you know so that we're in this gushy gushy place with God where maybe it brings tear to our eyes or laughter because when we sing those songs and when the Bible declares about us yes. that we are people with hope, yes. hope comes from the Word of God. Yes. Hope comes from the Word of God. Amen. Hope comes from the Word of God. The Logos of God, every word that God has ever spoken, yes. and yes. the Rhema of God, mm -hmm. those words spoken yes. by Holy Spirit, through that spontaneous flow of thought Amen. that comes to your life yes. that makes all the difference in the world. Amen. In Daniel chapter 4, there's a beautiful example where King Nebuchadnezzar has this dream. I'm very much paraphrasing. <laughs> he has this dream, and this dream brings a lot of anxiety, agitation, and fear to his life. He calls for all of the magicians and yes. those fortune tellers who would normally have the answers no one has the answer uh -huh. and he remembers there is one yes there is one yes who has who is full of the spirit of the lord Amen. who has put himself in that place to hear those words of god those words that will speak to the future, yes. that will bring wisdom, yes. that will bring answer, that will bring direction, and the words that carry within them yes. the inherent power, the dynamite of God, Hallelujah. the dynamite of God, yes. this word yes. in your heart and yes. out of your mouth as we allow Holy Spirit to spend time with it, that word is dynamite in our situation. It will blow through any wall. Yes. It will blow, blow yes. through any limitation of Lord. sickness, yes. a financial sickness, physical sickness, relational sickness. Yeah. It's like dynamite in our situation. Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah that his words will not, return they will back. not, they will not, they yeah. will not, they will not yes. ever yes. return void. Hallelujah. Unless we let go of them or yeah. don't believe yeah. that they carry within themselves the power to bring them the to pass. Power to bring them to pass. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
Daniel became a man of great influence because he could hear the voice of God. He became a man yes. who was very, very Hallelujah. valuable. Yes. Not just to the next door neighbor, but to the king. Yes. To the guy who was in the most influential place and not just coming with ushy-gushy words, although we need those yes. words of encouragement every day because yes. they are life and strength to us. Yes. But you know the difference as well as I do. You could be in the middle of a situation and some Christian will come with the truth, the word of God in your life, but it falls flat like a pancake. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, I always say this, you know, you just keep talking and then you'll get into that spontaneous <laughs> flow. Yes. And then all of a sudden a word from God will come and, yes. and you can see it changes, changes their everything. very countenance. Yes. Something yes. changed. Something hit their heart. Amen. Something that brought Hallelujah. strength Hallelujah. and an anchor. Yes. That's the intention. Yeah. When we talk about hearing the voice of God, I feel like God wants us to know that. That hearing his voice gives us guidance and direction, yes. Causes us to feel close to him, yes. Yeah. But gives us influence. Amen. Influence. Amen. And in a year of faith. Yes. And for people who understand that God wants us to take not only a city, but a region yes. and nations for him. Thank you, Lord. As pastor would say, we will come to the place in ourselves where we will eventually hit a wall. Because the very things that God is asking us to do in and of ourselves are impossible. Yes. And so it demands that we finally come to the place where we realize, I can't do this alone. Yeah. And we start learning how to ask simple questions. Awesome. And come to the place of faith where we believe. So good. The Bible says, my sheep you hear my voice. Know my voice. Yeah. Yeah. My sheep yeah. know yes. my voice. Yes. Thank you, Lord. And the voice of the stranger, they will Thank you, Lord. not follow. So good. Woo. So Hallelujah. we have four, four points for you. And I believe you all have a piece of paper that has those Did everybody get a piece of paper? We have a couple of you, awesome If you did not, hallelujah. Just lift your hand. If you did not. we're going to do a little practical exercise. So yes. if you need a pen... Raise your you hand. You need a pen or a paper, you don't have a handout. The and ushers maybe we'll go will ahead be happy we're to doing serve that. you. And, and we'll start with our testimonies. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And so while you're all doing that, Whoa. if you could do your best, this is a test on focus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen and it's find a, a test on being time. able to chew bubble gum and walk at the same time. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So one of the one of the um, examples. Yeah, Liz, you can stop. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Awesome. I just want to say, too, don't stop praying for this roof. Mm -hmm. We're almost there. Yay. We're not done yet. Yay. But isn't it pretty? Isn't it beautiful? Yay. It's just so pretty. And please excuse our mess as we yeah. are in the process. <laughs> Pastor Sandy. Uh, Pastor Sandy. Oh, that was wow. really prophetic. He just got promoted because he, <laughs> he, he's only slept like three hours in the past six weeks. So Pastor praise Sandy, God. There you go. Pastor Sandy. Um, you, are, you are definitely. You have that heart. He met me outside, and he, he was outside doing his thing first thing this morning, and he saw me going through the doors, and I, I used to be OCD. I'm better. <laughs> but he ran ahead of me, and he, he looked at me, and he said, has anybody told you that the foyer is a mess? <laughs> 
Yeah. Just so that you don't walk through there. And you have to understand, when we did church in Crystal Beach, we purchased a building. We would tear up our building Monday through Friday and half the day on Saturday. And, And there were a crew of us on Saturday evening that we would pull that building together to have church on Sunday. Yeah. So my uh, lenience is <laughs> growing. Is growing. Yay, hallelujah. Uh, you know, I, I said to Sandy, I'm good. I'll just walk in and just walk through. Yeah, close your eyes <laughs> and keep walking. So maybe you have to do that. <laughs> Excuse our mess. But we're almost there, so please don't stop praying yay, yay, yay. for us. Okay, Amen. so I just want to give a very brief um, testimony of hearing the voice of God that you have, um, you know, you maybe have heard it before, maybe you have not, and then just as a couple. And what we're trying to hit sort of different areas, um, you know, provision and and um, this sense of belonging. But um, it, a few years ago, before actually we purchased this building, we were in the place where we needed a building and we had some amazing, amazing things that God was doing. Mm-hmm. But the owner of this building, bless, bless, bless them. They have been so good and gracious to us. But at this time, um, he wanted nothing to do with pastor or church people, or he was a very successful, fast-paced, fast-moving businessman and really didn't know what to make of um, Christians who, you know, knew anything about, you know, the economy or the marketplace or business or whatever. And so that was a new phenomenon to him. So he had, he had no desire. We had tried to talk to this man, um, but he had no desire really to speak to us. And so we had, we had, um, we were signed, sealed and delivered on a building that was down up the street. And one day when I was in prayer, I mean, it was done. It was all signed, sealed. We just didn't take ownership of it. Paperwork was signed or whatever. And when I was in prayer, I felt like um, the Lord said to me that pastor, you know, he needed to call um, the owner of this building. And this building we're sitting in right now. The building that we're sitting in right now. What's that? The yeah. pre- <laughs> we're now the owners. We are now the owner. Yes. <laughs> that he needed to call the previous owner of the building. There's a lot of people in the peanut gallery. <laughs> they- don't throw her off her game, folks. We have lots of things to do today. <laughs> they are keeping me on a tight, tight, tight rope. <laughs> okay, go. So um, I'll just blame it on you then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I was doing so well there. Keep going. You're good. You're good. So I, I, came, I came out of prayer, and I, I just said, you know, I, I don't know why. Um, I know it doesn't make sense. Obviously, you know, don't blame, don't shoot the messenger, mm-hmm. right? We, uh, I know we're signed, sealed, and delivered on our building, but I just really feel like for whatever reason, the Lord wants you to call him. And uh, now up until now, like I said, he has wanted nothing to do with us. And, um, you know, so whatever. So when pastor called him, it literally was, I think we, the whole shift mm-hmm. happened um, literally within, like within days, mm-hmm. within hours, within days, he went from being totally unwilling to talk or meet to this complete and total change to the place where he they have us. been, he, mm-hmm. he totally favored us and they mm-hmm. have been so mm-hmm. good and so gracious to us. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Now yeah. we found after that, that the building that we were going into, mm-hmm. that the, um, that there were things that were being withheld from us. Mm-hmm. that we had that we would yes. have found out yes but we're not being disclosed mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. and so god, god bumped us, us. Mm-hmm. he saved us and, and bumped us, us and promoted us yeah. all at the same yes. time yes hallelujah Amen. so Amen. isn't that a good testimony yeah hallelujah i have two testimonies really fast and then rachel is going to share one that's awesome um, um you all know marguerite do you know marguerite in the back marguerite i'm giving this little testimony where she's like oh gosh 
Lately, we've been giving all your secret testimonies. Uh -huh. You were away, I think, last time we did. Oh, no, you weren't, were you? Yeah, yeah, she was away. Pastor Alex gave a testimony <laughs> for me last time. Um, but when we first met um, Marguerite, she came to our church, and she came loaded. She, for years, God had been giving her these dreams and speaking to her through these dreams. And in these dreams, she would find a church family. And when she found this church family, she would always be introduced to an Alex and an Elizabeth. Yeah, come on, right? <laughs> who happen to be two of our pastors. Yeah, who happen to be two of know. our pastors. So she gets, she's like for years, it was years, right, Marguerite? Nod your head, it was years. that so you're holding on to this Alex and Elizabeth for years and years and years sitting on it. She's an amazing journaler and, and was just, Lord, what are you doing? What are you saying? Who are these people? And she kept trying to put other people in those places, but it just wasn't a fit. And then in God leading them miraculously, if you know their testimony, led them miraculously to Fort Erie, they come into our church and they just feel like this sense of home. And when she walks in the door, she meets an Alex and an Elizabeth. Isn't that so awesome? So good. Another testimony. God just, still speaks. Yeah, it's so good. Another testimony I heard is from a church in New York City. And Kenneth Copeland was giving this testimony about a week ago. And these were pastors that are right at ground zero where the attack happened at 9-11. And for months, this pastor had been doing a course on hearing the voice of God every single time there was a church service. He taught the exact same message over and over and over again. People in the church were getting so frustrated that they actually started sending in complaints on why he was teaching this message on how to hear the voice of God over Come and over on. for months leading up until the attack. When the attack happened, 90% of their church of like 6,000 people, 90% of the church either worked in or commuted through the World Trade Center. And when the attack happened not a single one in their whole entire Come congregation on. was harmed or lost anything in any way but every single person was saved isn't that amazing hallelujah yeah. is that good yeah so good glory to god and then rachel has a really fast one okay i'll try and make it really fast did you press the power button good. yes the one on the left yeah it's good it's good it's good okay yes there we go hallelujah. so um i'll try and make this quick basically um i have a heart for missions and I've been coming to this church for a really long time. There have been missions, trips, and I'm like, what am I, chopped liver? Yeah. You know, because I've never been able to go on one before. So I catch wind so that... So maybe you're feeling like that today. <laughs> like you're chopped liver. I catch wind that the third-year internship um, students are going to Africa, and something just, like, lights on my heart. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my gosh, a missions trip, Africa, that sounds amazing. So I don't hear anything. I never get an invitation. I'm like, how rude. I'm like, how rude. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking like, okay, God, I know that there's something on the inside of me that's, that's like really excited about this missions trip to Africa. So, you know, everyone like, you know, they wouldn't talk about it. Then they'd talk about it and not talk about it and schedule dates and rearrange them. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just supposed to pray for this trip and, and everybody that's going, like maybe that's my portion of it. Mm -hmm. So months and months go by and, and nothing happens. And, you know, I, I actually kind of forget about it. And then Pastor Liz sends me a text message randomly one day. How do you feel about praying about going to Africa? 
Hmm, let me think. How do I feel about that? <laughs> I feel a yes. I feel I feel really great about praying about it. And sh in fact, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to go. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so I good. feel, I really just feel okay. I feel at peace. I don't feel like mm -hmm. nervous or anything on the inside of me. But I was like, but yeah, sure, I'm definitely going to pray. So, you know, I asked the Lord, like, God, is this something that you want me to do? Thinking it's in two months. The trip is in two months. How am I going to pay for this? Mm -hmm. Like X, Y, Z. I don't have anything. I've never been on a missions trip before. Ah, a little bit. Yeah. But I just felt a peace in my heart. So I texted her back and I was like, honestly, I feel really good about this. I, I think I'm supposed to go. Mm -hmm. She's like, that's great. We think you are too. Um, and it turns out that the trip is two weeks. So the day before, I was talking to one of my coworkers about the fact that we're s the company that I work for, you're supposed to take two-week vacation every year. Like, they mandate it. Mm -hmm. And the day before, That's I was like, I company. have this two-week yeah. vacation, <laughs> and I'm just going to stay at home. I don't have any plans. And my coworker Come was on, like, do Jesus. not stay at home. Like, that's really bad. You should go somewhere. And I was like, well, how long is the trip? She's like, it's two weeks. I was like, oh, ding, 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 that's perfect. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's in two weeks, two months. How am I going to pay for this? And those who God calls, he equips. Yeah. Excuse me, he equips. Yes. So I'm like, okay, God, you're just going to have to take care of this. You know, like I'm going to have to fundraise, Hallelujah. whatever. And, you know, fear would come up inside of me where like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to pay for this? It's quite a bit of money. Like I'm trying to get out of debt. Like I can do this. Like I can do both. Like, okay, God, you called me. And so I just be like, okay, Lord, I'm just casting the care of this on you. And what do you know? Someone comes up to me and says, hey, I want to take care of your Africa trip for you. Yeah. Everything, everything just got <laughs> taken care came. of. Yay. Everything got taken so care good, of. Huh? Yeah. So good. Amen. So I, I want to read this again, and then we're going to go through our four points. Yay. Um, or not again, but I, I want to, I just feel like the Lord wants us to hammer home this idea because a lot of times what can happen is we can be sitting in a room and thinking, well, that this, I, I'm going to just, my brain is going to maybe even unconsciously disconnect because I'm feeling like, well, this teaching is not for me. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're here and you feel like, well, gee, I just hear God so amazingly. So this teaching is not for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, I feel like we can all, yes, God just wants to really mm -hmm. bring us uh, all to new levels of faith in him mm -hmm. where we realize that hearing the voice of God is all about the word of God. Yes. Okay. Can I say that again? Hearing the voice of God is all about the word of God. Yes. Why? Because Proverbs 4:20 says this, my son, yes. attend to my words, yes. consent and submit to my sayings. Mm -hmm. Let them, my words, not depart from your sight, but keep them, my yes. words in the, in the center mm -hmm. of your heart. Why? Yeah. Why do we need to hear the voice of God? Mm -hmm. Okay, this is why. For they are life. Yes. Life. Yes. They are life to those who find them, healing yes. and health to all of their flesh. Amen. Yes. They are life. Yes. How many, how we, all, we need yeah, life. Hallelujah. Who needs life? Yeah. I mean life, like yes. Zoe life. Yes, abundant the life. The kind of life, right? Life, yes. uh, you know, to the full, right? Overflowing yes. to the full, mm -hmm. right? They are life and healing and health. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe God wants us to get to the place where we feel like if we have a word from God, mm -hmm. you know, we have so many words from God that we feel like, oh, I have this prophecy and that prophecy and that prophecy and that prophecy and this word and that word that we would feel like mm -hmm. when we have a word from God, yes. excuse the terminology, but we have the goose that laid the golden egg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that God would in this yes. teaching today, yes, that He would bring us mm -hmm. back Thank to you, that childlike place mm -hmm. of simplicity, yes, where we really believe. Mm -hmm. I got a word from God. Amen. Yeah. I got a word from God. Yes. Where my healing is concerned. That's right. Not you. No. Not your neighbor. Not, you know, it's not about us. No. But we got a word from God. Yes. And that would really. Yeah. Not yeah. just hypothetically yeah. or religiously or mm -hmm. traditionally. Yes. But really mm -hmm. bring peace. Amen. And strength. Yes. To our life. Amen. So good. Because if we have no peace or strength, that's not life. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. If we're running around wringing our hands and we have the word, then this is for us. Yeah. And so the first point today yes. that we are talking about is getting quiet before him. Mm -hmm. Okay, how do you hear from God? One, two, three, four simple points. If yes. you have the piece of paper, yes. you point can number see one. them. Get point quiet. number one is get quiet. Yes. Get quiet. Hallelujah. And so Psalm 4610 is probably a very familiar portion of scripture for you all. Um, you know, how do we do this? It says, be still yes. and know that I'm God. Yeah. And so what does that mean? What does to be still mean? It means to stop striving. Yes. That's what Rachel did. She let go. Yeah. Right. She said, God, I'm casting the care Amen. of this yes. on you. Yes. I'm casting the care. I'm going to get the thank dynamite you, of your word. Yes. And I'm believing that I got a word from God. Yes. Thank that you, your Lord. word is going to do what you say your word is going to do. Mm -hmm. And the care of it is not mine. Mm -hmm. I'm letting it go. How many of you know that you've heard that before? That when we carry the care, mm -hmm. then nothing happens in our life. But when we really learn yes. through trusting him and it. how this all works mm -hmm. to let it go. Yeah. Then all of a sudden we see great things in our lives yes. take place. Amen. Okay? Amen. So it means to stop striving, to let go, to surrender, to rest in him. Yes. It means to. So when you're, when you're wanting to, one, two, three, four, hear the voice of God, you, it starts first with getting quiet. <sighs> Everybody do that. Because we're going to practice here. So we need to get quiet. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it means when you're spending your time with him, just talking to him every day. Sometimes it means if it's alone time and you're doing what Jesus said, get into your closet and shut the door all by yourself, just me and you, Jesus would say, or me and Holy Spirit, it means focus. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it means focus and refocus mm -hmm. and refocus, refocus <laughs> and refocus, mm -hmm. but don't quit. Mm -hmm. That's right. But don't quit. Mm -hmm. Right? And learn the discipline of focus. Mm -hmm. Right? Getting quiet. Yes. And learning how to focus. Sometimes what it looks like is your mind is racing mm -hmm. with all the things that you have to do. And so what you do is you always go to talk to Jesus with paper and pen because you know he's going to say something. Yes. And those words are what? Life. They are life. Mm -hmm. So we're going to write them down so we remember them. Mm -hmm. You know you can be in a place where you feel like, I am never going to forget this dream. I am never <laughs> going to forget this word. And that wow, doesn't happen. <laughs> because God continually speaks. Yes. What do we, we forget. Yeah. And sometimes people will come to us and say, hey, remember when God said that to you? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. Right, yeah. mm -hmm. Those are the words of life. Yes. And so sometimes what we need to do is we need to stop when our mind is racing with, oh, you know, don't forget, don't forget, you need, you need cream. You need cream, <laughs> you need cream for your coffee, you need cream for your coffee. 
And if you're like me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like last night, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready and the Lord's like Proverbs chapter four. So I'm Proverbs chapter four, Proverbs chapter four, Proverbs chapter four, right? Because I don't have a paper and a pen anywhere near me. And I'm trying to, you know, get me to a paper and pen, Jesus, because I don't have one right now. Because we want to remember, yes. Lord, what are those things that you're saying? Because those are the things that are going to help us. So sometimes it means focus. It, it means get quiet, give the care. Sometimes it means saying, you know what, God, I'm really burdened this morning mm -hmm. with my kids. Mm -hmm. I'm really burdened with finances. That's yeah. just the truth. I'm being honest. Yeah. But I'm going to do what your word says. I'm going to give it to you. Give it to you. So I'm going <sighs> to be still and know your God. And sometimes it means talking to yourself and saying, mind, yes. be quiet. Yeah. Mind, be quiet. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it means saying, body, mm -hmm. settle down. <laughs> <laughs> we learned to sit on our hands when we prayed. So we would to calm ourselves down or stop from fidgeting, but when like little, little tricks like that. Yeah, <laughs> when we were little, my mom taught us to sit on our hands so that we could help our bodies to learn that when we close our eyes and it's time to focus on Jesus, that our bodies would just automatically settle in. Because sometimes a tapping foot mm -hmm. can distract you. Is a doorway mm -hmm. to cream yeah. <laughs> and butter and the garbage. And laundry. And laundry. <laughs> yes. Can't it? <laughs> totally. But when we quiet ourselves down mm -hmm. and we focus yes. and refocus, and when those things won't go away, you're like, okay, cream <laughs> and butter, yeah. and okay, yes. let's get back to it. Awesome. Because if we don't do that, then we are in jeopardy mm -hmm. of quitting. Amen. And if life and direction and health mm -hmm. and strength and everything good is in his words, yes. then we want to learn mm -hmm. to hear That's him. That's right. And it starts with mm -hmm. quiet, quiet down. down. Yes. Everybody do that. Quiet down. Yeah, quiet down. Quiet. Do that with your hands. Come on. Yeah. Quiet down. <laughs> Do it again. Come on. Quiet, quiet down. Can you, feel, can you feel yourself quieting yeah. down? <laughs> Do it one more time. Come on. Quiet down. Amen. Something happens, right? We quiet down. Okay. Amen. I'm okay. not saying go to prayer and do that. You're no. like, okay, yeah. it's prayer time. <laughs> Quiet down. <laughs> number two, point number two is look to Jesus. Everybody say, look to Jesus. This is a key when we get into prayer and we quiet ourselves down, then we focus our heart, not just in blackness or oblivion, but we focus our heart in on the one we're speaking to, and that's Jesus. Hebrews 12.2 in the Message Bible, we all know this scripture, that he is the author and finisher of our faith. But in the Message Bible, it says, keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished the race that you are in. Study how he did it and look to him because he never lost sight of where he was headed the exhilarating finish in and with God he could put up with anything along the way because he spent that time focusing on being in and with the father in prayer no matter what came his way he was able to focus on his end the focus on the words that God had spoke and that kept him steady along the way as we look to Jesus that same thing happens for us it's easy to is everybody live this morning yes. it's easy to we're full of life get distracted by the things that happen in our life or our cares of our life. But when we remember Jesus and the race that he ran for us, as we look to him, it gives us the ability to make him really big and our problems very or good. our questions, they become very small. Mm -hmm. And like Pastor Alex taught about on Wednesday, we remember that the purpose of this time is all about relationship. And as we look mm -hmm. to him, in him is everything 
everything that we need. So our time of questions, our time of prayer doesn't become about striving, but we can relax and have a conversation with the one that we love. Okay. Amen? So everybody do quiet down. Quiet down. And fix your eyes on Look Jesus. Look to Jesus. <laughs> okay, come on, sit. Yeah, quiet, quiet down. down come on, you need to remember this. Yes. And look to look Jesus. Look to Jesus. One more time. Quiet down. Yes. And look to Jesus. Okay, we have 30 seconds. Number three. Okay. Ready? Listen to your heart. John 7, 38 says, out of your belly yes, will, will flow. what? Flow. Yes. Rivers of living water. That's where the Lord speaks. Yes. In the place of your belly. Yes. Spirit to spirit, yes. not your mind. No. Your spirit reveals or brings understanding to your mind. Yeah. But he is a spirit, and so he speaks to our spirit, yes. right? So it's, um, the scripture says, right, out of your belly will flow. So number three is flow yes. Tune, we're tuning to spontaneity yes okay or and, flow. and that's a big that can be a big hurdle for people when they're learning how to hear the voice of god mm -hmm. because it sounds oftentimes like your own thoughts right and we were we all were raised with the you know the ten commandments movie where charlton heston hears this like phenomenal voice of god like booming in the atmosphere and we Moses. yeah we right like calling out to him <laughs> but if you are sitting in your prayer closet waiting for that you will often miss out on jesus who's already speaking but when you learn that out of your belly which sounds like your own voice flows this river of living water which means you can learn to trust your own heart when you get into prayer right. and yield mm -hmm. to that flow and trust that it's him speaking to you. That's right. And in 1 Kings, we see that, that Elijah said, talked about it being a still, small voice, yes. which is why we are right Quiet. quieting ourselves yeah. down, focusing on the Lord yes. and tuning to spontaneous flow. So good. Okay. Then number point four. number four. So point number one is calm yourself down. Number two, or get quiet. Number two, look to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Number three is tuned to flow. And number four is write it down. There write we go. It down. Write it down. Write it down. So on. remember we said be like a child. <laughs> I know write you're it down, that this folks. is not very adult-like, no. but can I tell you something? You <laughs> will remember, remember it. it. Yes. <laughs> Settle down. Mike's got it. You will remember <laughs> it, right? Quiet down. Look to Jesus. Tune to flow. So good. Write it down. Awesome. Come on, I'm going to test you in a minute. Yeah, okay. So why do we write it down? It's a proven fact that when you try to get into your heart, but you keep the conversation in your mind, mm -hmm. you get distracted. Mm -hmm. Okay? Jesus starts speaking to you, and it sounds like your own thoughts. It's easy to get off course, but it's a proven fact that when you engage your hand and you begin to write, that it shuts your body down to focus. So you ask a question of Jesus, which we're going to practice this in a second, okay? You ask a question of Jesus, and instead of taking five minutes, because what can happen in that five minutes? Doubt can enter into our mind right? We ask a question of the Lord and we think we hear something, but we start to judge it and we get nervous that maybe we're not hearing properly. And so we shut it down because there's fear there. But when we grab our pen and we just ask the question and, and we yield to what our heart is saying or that spontaneous flow of thoughts, and we just begin to write, 
Holy Spirit comes in and takes over and literally will begin to write out his words and his thoughts through our hands. We have this amazing testimony of my cousin who was praying when she was younger about being a medical doctor or a naturopathic doctor. She didn't know which direction to go. So the question we had before the Lord was ND, natural doctor, or MD, medical doctor. She spent days and days and days praying about this, fasting before the Lord, but was really nervous to get which answer because she didn't want to get it wrong. She spent the days and she felt like she was supposed to be an ND, okay? ND. Other people prayed and they felt like she was supposed to do conventional medicine, an ND. And it made her really nervous. And so Pastor Tina said, go read what your journal said. So she goes back and she read her journal and every single place that she thought she wrote ND, she actually wrote MD, the Holy Spirit, through her hand, took over and literally gave her the answer that her brain at the time couldn't even comprehend. But as she just tuned to flow, he stepped in and gave her the exact answer that she needed. How awesome is that? When we yield to that, he literally, the Holy Spirit, speaks through our spirit the words of God. And truth gets written down and answers and revelation gets written as we just yield to that flow. Right. Amen? So it's not like he's coming in and, and, and making our hands no, move. No, like a Ouija board. Ooh, no. <laughs> that's not what's happening, right? No. It's that we're not allowing our thoughts yes, to get, us to get in the way yes. of what the Lord is saying to us. Because a lot of times, if God is trying to, for instance, build up our identity or build up our confidence mm -hmm. in life, our confidence to move forward and do something, and we've always believed, I can't, I can't, I can't. That's right. Then guess what? We can't. Yes. And so a lot of times what happens is, is as we begin to yield to God, who do you say yes, I am? Yes, that's right. God, what do you say about me? Mm -hmm. So we're going to, we have, um, I have a little CD yeah. and um, we're going to practice this. Um, it's Julie True for those of you that have heard. Yeah, and so it's a little Christian. Okay. Painting a picture of <laughs> Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee mm -hmm. to what? Quiet us down. Mm -hmm. Come on, what's next? Quiet us down. Yeah, yeah. Then look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. Yeah, yield to the and flow. Tune the to flow. flow <laughs> and write, write it, it down. down. Come on, let me see you some one more time. Come on. Okay. Quiet, Quiet it down. down. Look, look to, to Jesus. Jesus. Tune to the flow. Yes. And, and write, write it down. down. So Very when good. you're writing, okay, we just encourage you to just put everything out of your hands right now except your paper and your pen. And Unless you need something to write on. Something to write on, mm -hmm. okay? And if you're here today and, you know, you just want to close your eyes and just be blessed by it, yeah. then that's great. Okay, awesome. so on no the one. back of your page that we handed out, there was the points one to four. On the other side, there are three questions, mm -hmm. and there are spaces to answer the questions, okay? So she's going to lead you, so you don't have to get nervous on when to ask. She's going to lead you and say, ask your question. When you do, if you are, if you answer or you are coming really quickly, you can answer all three or you can just get one. Or if you just want to settle and just, you know, allow the presence of God to come so you don't get nervous, then no pressure. No one's grading these before you leave church. And today, the beauty okay? of writing, yeah. the beauty of writing is that you have something concrete yes. to read later yes. that you will be just like that example of my niece. Yeah. You will be amazed sometimes you know, it's like if you've ever heard a prophecy yeah. and, and then you're like, oh, I hope somebody taped that or I hope somebody wrote it because right. I didn't hear the whole thing. Yes. 
What, I, what we're encouraging you to do yes, is keep it. write, keep mm -hmm. it and write, yeah. but don't worry about punctuation. Yes. Don't worry about periods or and commas like and spelling. Just yield. Just write. And <laughs> let me say this one thing, and then, Pastor, you can go ahead. Journaling is a practice that will, or, you know, allowing the Lord to speak to your heart and direct your life or just yes. encourage your life yes. is a practice that will change your life. Yeah. It will change your life. When, you know, when it comes to just everyday life and allowing God to edify you, encourage you, exhort you, you can share those journals with others. But, but just like Rachel or the example of my niece, when, when it's life, you know, I feel like I need to put this in there. When, when you're journaling and it's life-changing decisions, yeah. I'm a change where I live. Mm -hmm. I'm deciding on what school to go to. Mm -hmm. I'm deciding what is, what's the profession of my life. The Bible says there's safety mm -hmm. in the counsel of many. Yes. And so what we do then is we, as we allow God to speak to our hearts, we have those two or three people mm -hmm. who are also living life this way yeah the bible says they in romans they that are led mm -hmm. by the spirit of god yeah. which is what we're talking about right now yes. are the sons, sons of god, of god. Mm -hmm. and that what that word is alluding to that putting yourself into the lifestyle of hearing god yes. and allowing him to direct you mm -hmm. is the place of maturity yes it's the place of maturity it's the place we God, he wants us all to aspire to mm -hmm. so we can be transformed and grow.